All right, welcome back to the BMX in our blood, episode 55, maybe? I'm pretty sure. I'll find out in a minute when I add this intro to the rest of the interview with Big Boy. The interview was awesome, and we kind of did it in the words of Big Boy. We kind of did it the freestyle way. Let's just freestyle. So uh, that's what he said, and now I feel 21 again because I can say, you know, let's freestyle it, yo. So, uh, yeah, I'm 21 again. I'm the youngest 48-year-old you're ever going to meet. So, uh, anyway, DIY Jam in Richmond at Powers Bike Shop and sponsored by FBM and Profile as well was absolutely crazy. I saw a few of my friends from up Northeast Way just killing it. Shout out to Colby Benoit and, uh, man... Adam G and Declan Murray and Maddie Kramer and Vinny Menino, plus a bunch of a bunch of other guys that um, that I haven't met before, but the, everyone was just killing it. Uh, it was just crazy. So it just so much fun, and and we're talking, we're talking. Now I sound like Cody Diggs. We're talking, we're talking, or maybe Trey Jones. Um, anyway, we're talking about. A whole bunch of people riding a whole bunch of different obstacles, sign a waiver, and go knock yourself out. Ah, damn it. That didn't sound right either. But I'm not recording this over again. i got to get this intro done. kind of reminds me of the Keith Mulligan story, so you should probably listen to that episode if you want to know what I'm talking about. And his story was more along the lines of writing. Anyway, I'm doing it the best I can, but thank you. Thank you, Powers, for supporting the show and... Pretty sure they want to keep it low key, but thank you for donations from from a few people this week in particular that uh, are really helping make a difference. So I can get out to some people that that you have all suggested, and uh, I really want to get that get that going because that's that's what this is all about. It started off as an East Coast podcast. When you're in the Midwest, for instance, it is. Pretty, uh, pretty remote, and not not so much East Coast. They're their own flavor. Anyway, I'm gonna get out there and meet some people that some I know, some I don't. Some I know the name, and they have no clue of who I am, which is totally understandable. And uh, and get you some good stuff from from that area as well. So, working on that right now. I'm sure there'll be some other podcasts before that happens. The reason I mention it is I wanted to thank you all, along with Powers Bike Shop, for helping get it to this point where I can actually go somewhere further than my van will take me within a reasonable amount of time so I can get back to work on on Monday again because I do have a job, a real job. I don't know if anyone thinks that this is my real job, but... I can assure you it's not. I appreciate the the interest, the positive messages. They've been, well, I'm pretty humble anyway, but they've been extra humbling. So uh, it's just been great. I hope you're all enjoying the podcasts in the archives, even if it was only a couple weeks ago. We're changing things up a little bit and not posting quite as often so that you guys can... Take in the podcast as they should be in one continuous listen. There's just so much to listen to on these podcasts that 
I can't just wrap them up in an hour because there's so many things to talk about. Uh, So many people have such great stories. And I have a huge thank you to all of the people that send in questions from Instagram because that's what makes this a community effort and something that I'm really happy to be a part of. Um, I'm kind of the vehicle to make some of this happen. I am by far not a perfect guy for this deal, but it's working and that's all that matters. Yeah. In the words of Stu Johnson, BMX is DIY. So just, you know, what I'm doing is another version of DIY. So that's what's awesome about BMX. Let's, uh, let's keep it on track. Um, whoops, not that track. Um, yeah, we'll use the, uh, the pun. Let's keep it on track and get these interviews recorded. So, uh, yeah, if you're on the fence, if I've asked you to, uh, to do a podcast, if you're on the fence at all, you better jump over the fence to the podcast side or just fall off the fence onto the podcast side because people want to hear you. They want to hear what you have to talk about and really express what BMX is to you and why you do what you do. So if you have any interest in that, then I'm your guy because I will be your signing board and get your word out and uh, out among the BMX community. So anyway, wow, this intro is getting really long. I got to chop this down a little bit. But anyway, thank you everyone for being supportive, sending in the comments, buying shirts, donating, sponsoring, like Powers Bike Shop, and just uh, thank you everyone. It's been a great experience. And uh, let's let's keep it going. I appreciate it. And I'm sure a lot of the BMX community does as well. Enjoy the big boy interview. And we'll see you soon. Do you, right. do you have like questions prepared? Like will you do this guy that one day? No. Or are you just going to freestyle it? Freestyle. I'm down. That's, what, that's the way I like to do And it. I, I don't think I've ever freestyled an interview I've done like an event where I'll walk around and talk to people at like yeah. the Posh High Air or the Next Generation Gym. Stuff like that you don't need, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, help, you know, with questions. Yeah, because it all kind of delivers itself. It's kind of like filming like a video or it's like it's yeah. stop action just happening. And knowing that we're at an event, I don't want to keep you for long. Like I would normally like dig in. Trey's record long, or maybe, <laughs> I don't know if Vinny beat him, but someone said that they beat him. He's been beat multiple times. Garrett Burns, uh almost five hours oh my god that is split incredible it into two, and it's the best five hours you'll ever listen to that is incredible because Trey was like so proud of it too and I was like dying Trey was like, I was like Trey you were gone for so long I was like what did you guys say he's like I purposely wanted to have the longest one and I was like well I think you might have done it so the fact that he's been beat that's, that's incredible he kept checking like I would go like this which I do sometimes to make sure it's still recording yeah he's like where are we at where are we at alright yeah I only gotta do 20 more minutes and I got it Oh my and then God. after that, like even Wednesday night, I did Keith Mulligan. If you if you know him, yeah, yeah. Um, ride days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we went three forty. Holy uh, crap! And that was after riding trails the whole afternoon. That's at, incredible. At Kiko, and Oops. it's just you know what it ends up being like. You go into it with a with basically an intention to kind of ask certain questions. Like yeah. I think about questions. I have my little set of questions, and then the followers I let. I usually like dictate what kind of they're asking. 
it helps me because they know stuff about a rider that, that I mean, yeah. like Van. Like, I've known Van since he was a little kid, but I don't know Van from 98 to, say, 2014, 15. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a pretty important gap. So, yeah. having the Instagram followers... It's, and it's crazy what in. people on the internet... Like, there's things on the internet that people know about me that, like, they're so, like, not even talked about that I'm like, whoa, like, yeah. how did you know that? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Which is crazy. It's just, it's insane, but it's so yeah. helpful at the same time. It's scary, but it's helpful, which is awesome. It helps me because everyone, most people know by now that uh, I, I have that gap and I don't have a lot of knowledge uh, from with that era. Yeah. And I, I want that knowledge. I want to catch up and, hey, what did I miss? Like we were talking, Keith Mulvey and I were talking and he's like, I think one of the most important things that you missed during that time, which, you know, there's no regrets, but you missed Mike Aiken. That was like mm-hmm. a key person that you missed during that era. And he's exactly right. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people talk about Mike Aiken and I, I've seen some video, but well, it's, I'm in the same boat as you cause like, me getting into BMX so late, like riding, like literally like a year before I met Scott is when I started riding. So like there's, there's the, all the props videos. I never saw all that stuff. Like, you know, Aiken, all those guys, every, everything that was about BMX before, like, 2015 I had no not even a clue about like nothing right. like right. not even the do tours none of that I remember watching on TV I remember seeing X Games but before I went to Scotty Skate Park I couldn't even tell you who Scotty was like I yeah. didn't like, you know what I mean it was yeah. it was just the fact that I rolled up at this dude's skate park and he was so genuinely nice to me when I was such an a-hole to him <laughs> which is unreal like I was the biggest a-hole that dude ever when I rolled up to skate park just yeah. like some arrogant chubby kid that rolled up to his skate park just yeah. like like random like first started out quiet but the second I started making some friends I just got like super like like yeah. just confident or whatever I don't even know how to describe it just like just being yeah. myself just being like right. super like loud and obnoxious all the time but it wasn't until I met Scotty that I, I didn't know anything about BMX and yeah. then he realized that and he was like alright let me let me let me let me show this dude what it's about yeah. and he showed me all the props and like we would just sit in the car waiting at a skate park we would be watching stuff we'd be doing this we'd be doing that and he'd be you know show me this, oh, yo, check out this, oh, you'd like this rider, you know what I mean, like, like, Zach Gerber and stuff like that, and obviously, yeah. like, I love that kind of stuff, because, I mean, yeah. l- listen, dude, that, Brooklyn Banks, front oh, yeah. wow, that yeah. was something else, so it wasn't until stuff like that, where I got an influence from Sky and those guys, I didn't know, I'm in the same boat as you, I didn't know, I didn't know anything about BMX, yeah. I could tell you every scooter rider in the entire world, though, because yes, I used to ride scooters, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not no, no. disappointed to say that, No. listen, it was a, it was a stepping stone, I started out skateboarding, Mm-hmm. And then I went real OG. I went rollerblading, and I killed it on a pair of rollerblades for the longest time. And I'm and I and I'll sit there. And I'll probably say it because Scotty used to rollerblade too. So oh. Scotty can miss flip a box jump on a pair of rollerblades. He could do it all. He was like rocket yeah, yeah, power. Yeah. Right. But then again, right when I was growing up, mm-hmm. rocket power was a thing. So that's what I yeah. did. I was just riding skateboard thing. And it wasn't until I turned like 16 that I even found BMXing. So yeah. that gap that you're talking about, I yeah. I I know very very well. It's just. Yeah, I don't know a lot about it, but I'm learning, and it, yeah. that's what I think you know is so cool about BMX is the history just goes on and on and on yeah. and on, and you'll never know yeah. it all. No, and and I know like pre '98 stuff, but like I said, so much important happened during that gap, so it's catch up, you know. But I do it through, I learn through the podcast all the because I just don't I don't have time to watch a lot of videos. It's a long week. There's so many too. And I'm always taking off somewhere to go interview more. So yeah, you've been doing a lot, like killing it. You're number fifty 
55. That's crazy. So you're number three of season two. That's crazy. And That's... I, I haven't missed a week, although I am going to change that. I, th- I think I'm going to start doing every other week because even when I stack them up in, in Pittsburgh, like over the yeah. winter, you know, I'll get four at a time and then slowly release them. It's still a day of editing to get them down. Um, so it's, it's a lifestyle people do not understand, but it's a lot of work. You, you know it. Actually, well, let me interrupt real quick. Welcome to the BMX in our blood. There you big, go. Big boy. Thank you. Thank you for so, doing this. So pumped to finally be a part of one. I've been watching him, listening to him. You know, I've seen him live. Uh, I saw the one you do with Sky at the skate park. So I've been wanting to do one for a while. When you hit me up to do it, we just happened to be both at, you know, yeah. Randall's event. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. I'm ready yeah. to go. Oh, absolutely. I've been looking forward to it for a while. And I did Vinny, you know, yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That was good. And that was... That was to kind of announce the strive thing too, which yeah. is awesome. Oh, he's killing with that. I'm so proud of him. It's yeah, like it, making something you know for himself, which is awesome yeah. through BMX. You know, um, which is really for the kids. Yeah, and it's it, it's it's cool to see because me and Scotty went filming the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, I basically saw all these kids that he's doing lessons with, and they're all yeah. just so stoked on riding. They're all super young. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he has influence on you know what kind of bike parts they're riding, which I think is great. Um, you know, they're all riding pretty good parts, this, that, and the other, they're, and they all just, just want to have fun on their bikes, and it's not about who's doing what and who's getting better, who's, you know, this, that, and the other, it's as long as all these kids are on their bikes having fun, and I just think that, you know, congrats to Vinny, because that's just, that's something that a lot of people wish they could do, and he's right. doing it, which is great. Yeah. In his spare time. Yeah. yeah he's, he's got a full-time, full-time career, job. Yeah. yeah, which I know very well, because he does investing stuff, and yeah, his dad is so cool, him and Big, Big Scott. Yeah. Big Vin and Big Scott. Big, Big Vin and Big Scott. Two of my favorites. You know, those those are like the ultimate parents. Fantastic mm-hmm. guys. And Vin was like, hey, you should talk to my son about you know, moving some money that I had in a 401k. And that's, I was I already trusted Vinny. So yeah. it was like nothing to transfer money. See, I'm sitting over here being like, oh. 401 what? Like, I'm 21. Yeah. I'm not even worried about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm... Yeah. I'm time. thinking about what my what I'm eating for lunch today and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm, I, I think I could go for a nice freaking burrito right now. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god! Which is nuts. But listen, it's coming up quick. But yeah. I'm gonna be a kid forever, ride my bike forever. So that's 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 what's good for me. Yeah, I'm well, excited. We, we were uh, starting to talk about editing and respecting the amount of time it takes to edit. Um, I'm mostly when I'm editing, I'm mostly taking about taking out the parts that I feel like I'm either interrupting or throwing in something that really doesn't make sense. The, the people that I interview are awesome. Yeah. yeah. Every one of them is, is really helpful and good at it. And they, they tell good stories and it's just, it's just great. So the, the editing I do is like chopping out stuff that I don't think people need to hear of yeah. me, you know, interjecting something that that may be like off mark completely so yeah it's a lot of work but you doing video that's got to be a ton it it was so here's here's the the breakdown with the videos i mean like we do so started out when scotty first started the channel it was Mm -hmm. literally i'm pretty sure we were only doing one video it was so long ago and we have over Mm -hmm. 800 videos now which is mind-blowing even think about that there's 800 more than 10 minute videos Uh on the on a internet platform which is us and all our friends just having a good time which is crazy but all those videos do have to get edited and there's probably like 45 minutes of footage for at least for each video and they have to get edited down in between 10 and 20 minutes you know what I mean so um, when we first started doing it it was like one a week and Scotty stacked like 32 videos up before he even released the channel really he was just doing it doing it doing it and it was crazy and then all of a sudden he's like I want to do two days 
Then it was three days. And then it was four days. And like... Then it was a week. Uh, yeah, and then it was a week. And then it went to like every single day. But before it went to like every single day, I was still at Monmouth going to school. And um, then when I started... Uh, first year Monmouth freshman, it, uh, we didn't... The channel didn't exist yet. Then halfway through, that's when the channel for me... and. Scotty like kind of like started and he like asked me to be a part of it and we were having fun filming videos traveling this that, and the other so I was just doing the YouTube for fun and I was focusing with Scott and focused on my school um, and then but sophomore year then I was like I was I was mentally checked out of school I was just so excited about this YouTube channel we were going everywhere I was riding my bike yeah. every day having fun this that and the other just uh-huh. like you know loving life and then you know that's about when the 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 crash came about but like to say that about the videos is like it was so. It was every single day, and it was so constant. And at that point, uh-huh. Scotty was editing everything, oh, and like I would watch this dude, literally film with me, go home, edit, yeah. film with me, go home, edit, film with me, go, and it's just on repeat. And nobody ever saw that; they just saw the right. end product, right. and they were always so good. Yeah. Like he always did such a good job of editing. He still does. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and he's like he has so much attention to detail that like he will sit there for eight hours in the video yeah. edit it so uh-huh. he films for like anywhere between two to four usually then he would go home and yeah. then edit for at least eight hours or you know sometimes right. less sometimes more to the point where this dude was having like back problems sitting in his office yeah. chair you know what I mean so right. it was it was crazy to see and like people don't see that every day on the internet and then there'd be like but he would not miss a video it was insane like no matter what he was getting a video out and he was doing it well and it was yeah. crazy yeah. and then obviously you know like the accident happened yeah. And I I even didn't understand it. I was just yeah. reaping the benefits of just being able to go ride my sure. bike and film videos and have fun with Scotty. Right. And uh, right. I was like the whole the whole process about it. I was like just I didn't truly understand it yet. And then when yeah. when he like he he would literally sit there every day uh-huh. and just edit 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 edit, edit. And I didn't understand. He's in the room right now. Oh yeah, we were talking about you. We have some good talking about you. He came in. Hey guys, it's Scotty. Here. We Scottie are. Listen, we're at the coolest bike shop. Uh, I've seen in a really long time. More BMX I've ever seen. There is so much amazing BMX stuff here. I'm sitting back looking at all these bikes that he has, yeah. and I keep on naming bikes. Oh yeah, he doesn't have this one. He's like, hey, yeah. that one right there, that one right there. Yeah, more your dad's shop. Copeland was behind us. Yeah, Matt Copeland, say hi. If you guys are ever in the area, <laughs> Richmond area, check out Powers Bike Shop. Especially if you are a mid school fan. Make sure you mm-hmm. see. Right this. now, there's a small sign, but make sure you find it. It's yeah. in the back of a parking lot, so don't say you can't find it. Right now, let me give you guys a quick insight. We are actually looking for a magazine that I. Have my first ever photo in right now. Really? Yeah, he's got like everything you can imagine. So yeah. we're gonna try to find it real quick. Do you do you own it yourself or no? It's 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 him. It's, he's got the magazine. Yeah. yeah, but do you have a copy of yourself at no, home? No, heck no. I haven't Ooh. seen this thing in years. You got so, a yeah. you got a magazine that Sky so, doesn't have. So we're gonna do you remember what direction it was? Uh, and, and I'm actually doing a, a podcast with Chad sometime this weekend. Heck so yeah. So we'll take the walk through and the that's whole thing. awesome. But. Most of the listeners know by now, but um, yeah. Chad started sponsoring the show. Really? So he's kicking in a bit, which helps because now I can start to take it a little further. That's awesome. It's, you know, I could do it, but, you know, my wife and I are going to retire at some point, so it'd be nice to not use all of our savings on traveling yeah. for the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah a, I agree. Um, so anyway, it, it's a fun thing, plus Chad's an awesome guy. And I didn't even ask. He just, like, said, hey, uh, I want to I help out. So uh, that's how the whole Powers Bike thing came in to play. And it's one of the major reasons I'm here today is because uh, Chad's been a great help. So, um, 
Uh, he's about to really pop off for Scotty as well. Yeah, he is. He is. He's looking. <laughs> We're looking right now. He guys. probably has check. it. We got there it. We got it. <laughs> oh, you got to get a picture of that. Man. Dude. <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. Let me see it. Dude, my first ever photo in a magazine, it's like an 11-stair rail. I was doing a pedal crooked grind down. That You told me about this. I told this. you about this one, dude. I told him I didn't believe that. That. that was look the first. Look at that. Look at that. Dude, I look like oh a little baby God. in that photo, man. <laughs> dude, how cool is this? Oh, you got to hold that up. With Chad. Oh, dude. And some light. Of course, somehow. of course. No problem. Oh, no, no, not yeah. Where, Where is that? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Philly Rail was yeah. your first photo. Yes. Guys, we'll let you know. Try to so get Scotty to the all quick. time. He'll never go. Okay. You want to go toward the light a little bit? Probably this you way. You may as well take because my phone is in the middle of recording. You want to take it on your phone? Let's see. What issue was this one? This was your, cover, your first yeah, cover, was, right? That was my first cover. Guys, you don't understand how soaked Scotty is right now. Dude, I look <laughs> like a little baby in the photo. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. You see that? He literally Holy looks... Cow. I'm not even yeah. kidding. Doesn't look like a day over 14. I, oh, I really don't oh in the photo. I think you might be 14. Well, he's 15. It says I right here. 15 in that photo. Yeah. Oh my... Dude, this the rosy nice. cheeks. Of yeah, always, oh, man. man. Always. Oh, let me see your kit. That's so rad. January. All right, I want to let you guys know right now. I'm looking at this photo, and my dude's got rocking one elbow pad on yeah. it. Yeah. With no shell on it. It's just the padding part, no shell. The elbow is killing me, man. I, I, his, if you look at it right now, it's all swollen permanently since then. Like, he's really? got this. He's yeah. got this signature Scotty face going on too. That's just how I do it, man. Oh, no way around that one. Massive knobby tire. On the front. <laughs> what this is, is a great day, man. I'm so excited about this. Old school headset. Awesome. Sorry, for, sorry for interrupting the podcast, guys. No, this, this is good. This is a big moment right this now. Is, this is much more interesting than, this than Big Boy talking, I promise you. We got, uh, we got artifacts no, right we're now. Gonna, we're going to get some good nuggets out of you. <laughs> don't 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 worry about that. Once you start, it's going to be hard to finish with this guy right here, Joe. I I know, and I, this is my first attempt at doing a one-hour podcast instead of three and a half. He yeah. said that he's trying to keep this one in one hour, but he also he said says, it's the first one he's ever freestyled. But here's yeah. the thing: you can also because uh, Big Boy talks extremely fast, so the uh-huh. word count will be the same as <laughs> yeah. the three-hour one <laughs> right. in the one hour. This yeah. is like listening you don't to the podcast to, on like times three. Or you don't even have to talk. I can sit here by myself and make a whole yeah. conversation. <laughs> well, I kind of knew that, you know. <laughs> Which you're a natural at, which so is continue awesome. continue on. Ask us some questions. We're just going to be lurking in the background. Yeah, yeah, no. Cool. We were just talking about some editing. So you, so you picked up when Scotty got hurt. You yeah, well, had to learn. Someone had to jump in and keep editing, Well, I, right? I, I stole his computer. I confiscated his computer mm-hmm. uh, after the crash. But mm-hmm. again, what we were saying is you were talking about how hard it is for you to edit and how much work it is. And I was saying like... Not that I mind. We were uh, just talking about the And the I was work. saying that people didn't... I didn't even understand when Scotty was doing it before his accident how much work it was and how hard it was. But he was doing it every single day. And when he got in his accident, I stole his computer, and I didn't know anything about editing, but there was there was one video on his computer still that we filmed the day before we left. It was a high jump contest at the skate park, like a makeshift high jump contest, and it, there was just clips. It wasn't put on a timeline or anything like that. So I took his computer, and I you know, I told his wife, I was like, hey, like, I don't know how you feel this or what you want me to do, but should, do we need to keep this going? And she was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it would be devastating if he, like, woke up and he didn't have his YouTube channel anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to keep it going, and I didn't know anything about anything. So that night I went back to the hotel, grabbed the computer, and while I was sitting in the hospital, I started, ooh, puppies. I uh, started editing 
that video, but I didn't know how to use Final Cut, but I knew how to use iMovie. Oh, okay. So I downloaded iMovie and I started editing an iMovie and I just got it edited enough to put it out and I put it out because I wanted to make it seem like, because there was like a lot of like people asking questions, but no one really knew we didn't announce anything yet. Right. So I posted that video that day so people didn't, it would kind of like give us a little bit more time to get, explain to people what's going on. And then... I filmed the video while I was there explaining everything that was going on. I talked about how his parents were coming. I talked about what happened to the crash. I explained what condition he was in. Yeah. And But at the same time, I kept it really vague because we still didn't know. We were still super in the dark. And uh, it was just one of those things where it's like, you know, do you just you just stop and not inform or do you do you inform people? And like, sorry, no, no, good. I'll have these the whole weekend. No, no, I just want to get uh, you and Scott together with that page. Yeah, we'll have them the whole weekend. Okay. I'm all day long. You guys finish what you're doing. Yeah, all right. Gotcha. Thanks. And uh, I so yeah, I, you picked up the ball and found yeah, a way to run with it. Yeah, but so I started doing the thing, and I and I didn't even, like not knowing how to edit it was like really confusing. But iMovie, you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. pretty simple. But I was just putting stuff on a timeline and putting up videos, so people were like, you know, you know, watching all the videos to get information from this, that, and the other, and then yeah, yeah. You know, we started putting out some information through Road to Recovery, and then it became more apparent, and everyone kind of knew what was going on, and then mm-hmm. we kind of officially announced what had happened to Scotty, and uh, I I had to go back because Lisa, Scotty's mom, and Scotty's dad were all out there, then his cousin came out to visit, and it was just, like, a lot going on, but I remember me and his wife talking about, like, if he wakes up and this thing that he had slaved over for almost a year and a half at this point was gone, and... You know, I didn't want to do it to the subscribers, and I didn't want to do it to him. And I was like, okay, you know what? Like, there's two options. You either, you either just give up because I was, I was devastated. Like, not only was Scotty, Scotty's like one of my best friends, but like, dude's like one of the biggest influences to me ever. Like, you know, kind of shaped what I am about today and giving me so many opportunities. So, when he crashed, I was crushed. Like, I just saw pretty much like a like a superhero to me go down, and I never, you know what I mean, like. It's one of those things where you, you you don't think it could happen, and then especially to someone like Scotty, and then it happens, and you're like, okay, well, what would he do for me if I was in this situation? And I knew that that dude would have done anything, so mm-hmm. I was like, all right, we gotta gotta go back and like, and all of our friends back home, like they didn't they didn't even completely understand yet. So I went back and I kind of explained everything, explained the crash, I told all of our guys that we're really close with, yeah, what happened, and I said, all right, guys, we got we got some options here. I'm gonna need you guys' help. I said, like, we gotta keep the channel going. Right. And everyone was down, which was awesome. And everyone knew, everyone knew like how much work Scotty had put into it. So they were all down to keep it going. So the first video we got back was we filmed what would Scotty do, and that was the sorry about that. That's that okay. was the first. Don't worry about it. That was the first real. Uh, that was the first real video that I had edited by myself, and that's when I realized, oh wow, this is this is a lot of work. And I, from that moment on, I respected so much more what Scotty was doing and what Scotty had created because it is so much work. I would sit there for four hours editing a video and you'd have to sit there and upload it and I was going to school, this, that, and the other and, you know, I I ended up making the decision when I got back to not go to Mammoth anymore because Mm -hmm. I just wanted to put full focus into this and, like, I had thoughts about not going before Scotty's accident too so I think it was just, like, honestly an eye-opener for me. Like, all right, you know what? Like, the school will always be there yeah. I want to do this for me and my friends and Scotty and, you know, take life for what it is because Scotty's accent kind of opened my eyes that, like, anything can happen. So I was like, all right, I'm not passionate about the schooling, but I'm passionate about this YouTube channel that, you know, my buddy started and brought me along with. And I was like, I got to keep this going because I knew Scotty was going to be good again. I knew Scotty was going to be back. And sure enough, look at us now. We're yeah. out here. 
I'm not blowing Virginia. I'm not blowing smoke. It's you did an amazing job keeping it going. I realized the other guys. I couldn't. Helped. I couldn't. That's the biggest thing. I could not have done it. Sorry to interrupt. I could not no, have no, done no. it without his wife. I could not have done it without uh, all of our friends, like Maddie, everybody. Like he's mm-hmm. still wanting to do the videos, this, that, and the other. Couldn't have done it like when I when you know what I mean. Like couldn't have done it without Scotty because if it wasn't for Scotty, I would never have had the drive to do something like that, sure. and I would never have even wanted to right. continue to do something like that. And uh, I remember being seeing him back at Kessler. This is this is a really funny story actually. Yeah. Going back to like so at this point I've been doing the editing for probably he was in what Vegas for months so I've probably been doing the editing for and all that stuff and kind of like helping out with the channel and whatnot for mm-hmm. a month now and I kind of got it down to a science and how I did it was I went and took his computer and I looked at his Final Cut videos uh-huh. and I decided to switch back to Final Cut what I would do is I would mimic what he had edited before he left all his stories on his timeline okay. so I would copy what he did and I'd look how he'd splice videos and I mimicked everything he did and okay. I still was never as good as I'm at doing it like I didn't have the ear for sound yeah. So I would have like like little like clicks and stuff like that in the videos, but you know the viewers understood. Yeah. And I remember the the most memorable thing was when he came back to Kessler, and he was still like in the there was something going on with his frontal lobe or something like that. The doctor saying he was he was wacky Scotty man, like he was saying yeah. the funniest stuff ever, no filter, like it, it just it didn't matter, like it was so funny. Like yeah. he would talk about like funny jokes with us in front of the nurses, which he would never do, like. Because, you know what I mean? But he had no yeah, filter, yeah, yeah. and it was just all part of this frontal lobe <laughs> issue, but it was the funniest thing for us, and we were getting a kick out of it, which it's kind of sick that I say that, because we were like, it was it was just like right. funny, and he, he he was laughing too, and it was just like one of those good old times, and I remember yeah. I, I got a, I brought a video to him, and he like looked at me, he goes, dude, you suck at the sound, or whatever, and he, like, he just like, 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 like oh, ripped me for like the sound and this thing, and I was, and everyone in the room was just like... Like oh man like what is, and I was like I was like this is amazing he's like, gonna be okay he's like, gonna be all yeah. right I was like perfect all right he's got this he's he is yeah. so dialed right now that he knows how this video is supposed to be I was like he might be sa- saying some wild stuff right yeah. now but he's 100 yeah. percent there because he's telling me how this sounds and this yeah. how it's supposed to sound right. where I'm supposed to splice this video where I'm supposed to do this and I was like all right I get it uh-huh. he's he is there and he's gonna be good and sure enough we are where we are now and it's just. Yeah. I owe it all to him and all of our friends, and it's just been such a good journey, and it's been the craziest journey of my life. It's uh, changed his life, but it's also changed everyone around our lives. I have a much greater appreciation for BMXing injuries and you know the precautions within that, and also just having a friend that is so close to had an injury like this. It just you know it's just been a life changing event, but it's been for the better. It's opened my eyes to mm-hmm. just realize, all right, you know, you only get one chance. So, well, that's not that's not that's not the truth. You you get more than one chance, but. You know, you don't take it for granted because something in that that in those chances can get taken away from you. You know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. but even when it does get taken away from you, you have to figure out how to work with it and get it back. And that's what Scotty's done. So which is which is crazy, but yeah, no, nuts. definitely. It, thank God you guys kept the ball rolling because it ended up turning into, as most most people know that follow the channel, it it uh, doubled in size like so fast, and then tripled, and then quadrupled, and then all yeah. of a sudden you're over a million, and it. Yep. it and that's all post post injury so it's it's wild it's such a great success story and again you did a great job stepping in the all the friends did a great job stepping mm-hmm. in and we all saw it in in right well here's here's what amazes me the most about you i don't know of hardly any any guys your age that have taken on such huge responsibilities with confidence Maybe you didn't have a confidence, but you showed confidence. You made it work. Um, I, 
I think it's amazing for someone your age. How old are you now? I'm 21. So you're 21 yeah. now. So now we're talking two years ago, right? Yeah, I so you were only 19. like 19. Yeah. yeah, that's huge. Yep. And you know, obviously, being a 48 year old, I know, I know how I was at at, yeah. at 18, at 19, at 20. Um, and you took on some some serious stuff that most people wouldn't have been able to handle, and you did it with with confidence. You were you're professional about it. it. You just did a really great job filling in that gap, and I just think it's amazing. So hats off to you. Yeah, it's, thank you so much. It's and I know other people were involved, but you definitely were focused on it. Yeah. You were focused one hundred percent. That was it. Was my main focus was because I just knew like. I just knew I was like, all right. If I was in this position, mm-hmm. you know, he he would do anything he could to help me because it was it was just one of those things. It's like, all right, you could you know, again, as I said, you could let it go down, and mm-hmm. you know, you never know how he's gonna react when he wakes up or yeah. figures it out that his YouTube channel doesn't exist anymore and mm-hmm. this thing that he slaved over. And I was like, all right, you know what? You you just you love it too. It's been a big part of your life. It's uh-huh. been a big part of his life, and it's gonna continue to be a big part of our lives. And I just did anything I could in my power with the help of so many people to make it happen. So. Mm-hmm. I was nervous at first, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to get the courage to make those videos and I respect him fully right. for that, you know what I mean? And, but once I figured it out and once I got some drive and some purpose behind it, I mm-hmm. was, it was, you know, I knew that's what I wanted to do. Sure. Still it's, doing it. Love it. it. It's, it's amazing. Um, to rewind, you're from Canada. Yes. How long ago did you did you uh, come to the United States, in Jersey specifically? And if you don't mind me asking, why? So and, I was born in Canada in on July fourth, nineteen ninety seven, and I lived there till I was the age of six. And I'm terrible at math, so I don't even know when that would be. But I moved here, and my sixth birthday was here. Mm-hmm. We moved here like a week before my sixth birthday. Yeah. So I remember my first birthday I spent in the States, and I got my first skateboard when I came to the United States, and that's what kind of kick-started all this for me. But we moved here because my mom uh, works for Cancer Research, and she used to work for a company in Canada. Mm-hmm. She got a job offering to come to the United States, so we moved down here. Mm-hmm. She spent six months trying the job out while me and my dad lived back in Canada, and then um, we moved down here once she figured out that she liked the job, and we've been living here ever since, and she's been still in the Cancer Research and she's worked her way up through the ranks of many different companies, and now she's got a pretty solid job at a pretty well-known cancer research company. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, that's just basically kind of been my home is Jersey's ever since. It was Canada, straight to Jersey, and I haven't left Jersey. Wow, that's amazing. Yep. So if I'm doing my math correctly, that was like 15 years ago. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Again, so, I'm the worst at math, so no, that's right. don't ask me a math problem. So you, your, your mom... It, and your dad, they're together? No, um, my mom and my dad are separated now. My parents okay. got divorced when I was like, probably right before I met Sky, like when I was like 16. And uh, that's yeah. probably why I was such a, a D-bag to him all the time. I was probably just some really mad teenager. No, but no I'm just kidding. But uh, no, but it, was, it was it was just like one of those things where like my parents got my parents got divorced. And mm-hmm. my the skate park that I rode at all the time shut down. Mm-hmm. And my mom, I guess, being the super mom that she is, yeah. Uh, didn't want to see me bummed out, knew that I loved to ride, and she would drive me to Incline Club, which is an hour and a half away from my house, damn near every time she could. So it was like really? two times during the week, every day on the weekend, no matter what. And she would go wow. work out of the Starbucks out in the street and until I got my license. And then yeah. when I got my license, that's when I would literally get
get out of school at two, yeah. drive all the way from school and go to Jackson. I became I became a kid who lived in Flemington, New Jersey, who yeah. was actually from Jackson because I spent more of my life in Jackson than I did in Flemington, which was Holy crazy. Holy cow! Wow, and Flemington's pretty well inland from. Uh, yeah, it's about an hour and a half. Like that's smooth sailing, no traffic. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is crazy, but I did it every single day. Wow! Every to- day. Total side note, but. Uh, when you lived there, did, did you have an awareness of the Flemington track there, the, the yes. race, BMX racing yes. track? Yes, yeah. Okay. I, uh, I have a pretty good awareness of that track. I actually got my first my first real BMX crash of that track. I uh, got a, I started doing racing on this Haro bike that I found at my, at my mom's house. Yeah. And I guess I got it when I was younger, and like I took it to the track, and they said I could race it as long as I took the four pegs that came on and off <laughs> yeah. and kept the brakes on, and I raced right. and I liked racing. Yeah. So then I told my mom for my birthday I wanted a DK Charger. Uh huh. So I got a DK Charger for my birthday, which is like a you know just a beginner race bike. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, first day I got it, July fourth, I got it on my birthday. We went uh-huh. to the track and uh, I went to go jump a jump and I overshot it, nose hacked, flipped the bars, backpedal, oh. cut my leg. I was wearing a pair of basketball shorts. Yeah. And that ended my BMX career right then and there. That's when I picked up scooter. I went right to the scooter. I was like, I, I was probably. Like, 14. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, all right, this ain't, this ain't for me. And I grabbed a scooter, and then two years went by, and then I was yeah. back on a bike again. Right. So took a little bit of time, but I, I made it back. And you had mentioned inline skating, which is funny because when I did the Van interview, I, oh, gosh, I hope it was Van. I'm pretty certain it was Van. He said, he said something to the effect of, people are probably not going to believe this, but I have the most respect for inline skating because talk about a group that's totally not accepted by anybody, yet they stay strong, they keep doing it, they don't... Yep. They just are Chris focused. Happy. Yeah. Chris Happy, professional rollerblader. Yeah. Me and Scotty, big fans. Yeah. Dude, still rollerblades. If you still rollerblade and you still inline skate and you're still putting in the work, mm-hmm. you are a true fan of the sport because yeah. there is not many people out there anymore and they are doing it truly for themselves yeah. there's no money involved I mean I don't know plenty of criticism there's plenty of criticism <laughs> yeah, there's right. jokes there's bashing there's bad mouthing so if you rollerblade hats off to you I respect yeah. you and I listen I'm, I've been known to bang out the rollerblades on the channel and hit a little front flip every once in a while Hey, so I have nothing against it you know, no. as long as you're having fun do whatever I, you want I don't either I don't have a problem with the scooter thing either I think some of that stuff is kind of a shame that people there's annoying Whatever. people wherever it's you go. Just, yeah. Whether you're driving, whether you're on the road, whether right. it's it, like, it, yeah, there's a lot more younger kids on scooters, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. But there's annoying people wherever you go. So it's like, if you're annoyed because the person's getting in your way and snaking, like, I've been I've been snaked by BMX riders. I've been snaked by skateboarders. I've been yeah. snaked by people just walking through the park. Like, they had no business even being in a skate park. Right, right. I've had people snake me with RC cars at skate parks. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing here with your RC car? So it's all, it's just people. There's just going to be people out there that are, you're not going to, no. that are going to be annoying. So I, I, I have nothing against, as long as you're just having fun, yeah, yeah, do whatever you want in life. I, I'm not one to say, like I do my own weird things. I'm the weirdest dude out there. I got tons of weird little quirks, but as long as you're having fun, I, I could care less. I completely agree. And let's face it, those people that do something different than BMX, skate, uh, rope in line or scoot, they're helping pay the bills too, and yeah. and now look at where we are. You don't have an indoor skate park. No, no, and Scott would be the first person to say it too. Like, yeah. scooter kids are keeping that place open. They should be thanking every scooter scooter kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing. There's, so, it, it, it it listen again. You're having fun. They're having fun. Coexist. Everyone's having fun. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. It right. really doesn't. It's just right. it's just fun. At the end of the day, we're all doing this for fun. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. I, I agree completely. So, you yeah. want to rip a pair of Heelys to the skate park? By all means, do it. God bless your soul, though, when you do it. Because yeah. the second you put that toe down, you were, you were going straight <laughs> over forward. Oh, man. All right, so uh, let's remind again, because I definitely want to touch on your amazing transformation. And, uh, and again, this sounds like... This is just like when I interviewed Scotty for, for the podcast. There's so many good things to say about you yeah. guys, and same with Vinny, that it probably sounds like smoke blowing the whole way, but if people know me well enough, they know that I'm sincere. And, yeah. And, but um, but you had this huge transformation that is so inspiring. I, I'm, I would imagine you've gotten some conversations, some messages from yeah. kids that were in the same position you were, and maybe feel ostracized completely or, or really super self-conscious or whatever because yeah. of weight and uh it's so you're i would imagine you can answer this you were pretty sensitive about it and you got through it by just beating it basically well the craziest thing about it was i fully embraced being a fat kid and yeah. i ran it and the part of the reason I am here where I am today was because I was a fat kid. If I didn't start Sky, if I started Scotty's channel as this like skinny like dude who went to the gym every day, I guarantee you it would not have gone the same way. Like I didn't like you know what I mean. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. I loved like I listen eating everything all the time was so much fun. It was great. It was awesome. It was the best thing ever. I would roll up to the skate park, one shot something, uh, you know, drink whatever, just just anything in front of me like that would make someone laugh. I enjoyed. It. Yeah, I would yeah. truffle shuffle when I got to the skate park. I would do whatever. <laughs> Because I had confidence with the fatness. I didn't care. But at the same time, I knew to myself, I'm like, okay, this is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. This is not good. And I, I don't know how long I can keep this up for. Yeah. So then it became a thing. Um, you don't have to answer that. Yeah, no worries. I think, well, I think we'll leave that one to Powers. <laughs> Guys, you got a phone call, line, uh, line one, okay? You want to put a line two? I'll put a line two. Um, so yeah. I, I knew that, like, and also it... it it was it was inevitable. I was hanging out with fit dudes all the time. Scotty mm-hmm. was skinny and jacked. Maddie was skinny and jacked. Everyone was, I you know, I was friends with all these kids from mom at the time. They're all going to the gym, this, that, and the other. And like, yeah. it, it it rubbed off. I knew like, okay, well, I'm huge, and I had no problem being huge. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious, and I knew I could make people laugh with it. And that's like one of my favorite things to do is if I'm making somebody laugh, my life is like complete. Like I, I just want to be a jokester. I just want to be, yeah. you know what I mean? And like. At the same time, people would say, yeah, you know, it's kind of like an attention thing. Yeah, like, it is, but I just thoroughly love making people laugh. I just love being a good time, and, you know what I mean? I used my chubbiness as a way to make people laugh, and it worked. Look at, like, look at famous comedians. Like, Larry the Cable Guy, freaking Gabriel Iglesias, like, Fluffy, like, he... Like would oh, he be I half forgot. as funny I got if he was, in your era. Was he be half half yeah. as funny if he was, you know, a skinny skinny dude? No, maybe not. Who knows? Right. But I knew that it was unhealthy and I mm-hmm. saw I, I didn't see like negative effects, but like I just felt like crap on my bike. It was I couldn't ride as long as everybody else, but at the same mm-hmm. time I could. I could still do the tricks. Like I was doing flares at three hundred pounds, you know what I mean? And uh, line two guys, we gotta get. No, I'm <laughs> um I was doing flares at like three hundred pounds and like it, it, it didn't affect my like riding in that way but I just knew I was like okay you know maybe it's time to make a change let's see if you can make a change and I remember I tried going to the gym and you know working out with Maddie in his basement and Maddie was really the, one of the starts that I did it and his cousin Dylan uh, were one of the starts we started working out in their basement and then we started working out in Dylan's dad's basement and then I went to school and I started working out 
and then I stopped working out, and they, they kind of, like, Matty, like, kind of gave up on me. He's like, all right, listen, dude, you don't want to get better. You don't want to get, you know, fit, whatever. Ooh, that had to light a fire. Oh, lit a fire right underneath me, because it's like, oh, man, my own friend just gave up on me. That sucks. <laughs> so I, when right. I went to Monmouth, I was like, all right, well, I could care less about the school, to be honest with you, but I was like, they got a really good gym here. And I was like, inside this really good gym, there's just all this equipment. I was like, all right, let's just go do it. Yeah. One of my roommates happened to be super in shape as well, so I'm sitting yeah. here seeing this dude who's, like, super fit, and I'm like, I'm like watching. I'm looking at like what I'm eating in the dining hall, and I'm looking at what this dude's eating in the dining hall. Yeah. And then I go and ride with Scotty and them. I'm watching yeah. the tricks they're doing. I'm watching what they're eating. I'm like, all right, dude, you gotta, you gotta make a change. You gotta do something. So I started slowly getting into it. I went to the gym at Monmouth, most expensive gym membership I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> and uh, I started doing that. And then I got a retro membership with uh, Maddie's cousin Dylan. Started doing that. Would go like every once in a while. And then it kind of just, I just kind of started seeing weight like shed off. Mm-hmm. And I I enjoyed it. I just kept wanting to go and go and go and go and go and go. And uh-huh. I got to the point where I lost 100 pounds in a little over a year. And wow. right now I weigh... It's a about, third of your weight. Yeah, right now I weigh year. about 175 to 180, which, you know, is probably You're a little... six what? Six four, which is probably a little light. But, uh, you know, it, once you lose Whoa. it, like, it's easy to gain. It's easy to gain, like, unhealthy weight back. But yeah. I'm trying to gain, like good weight back with like lean the mass like i sure i i think that fitness has truly become such a big part of my life and i just thoroughly enjoy it now so like i love bmx riding and i love going to the gym and those are two things i really like yeah and uh you know people make fun of me all the time for like my going to the gym every day and if i miss the gym i get all bummed out but at the same time it's like it's what makes me happy so like it's just joking this that and the other but yeah. it is pretty crazy to see what the human body is capable of doing the fact that this entire time, I probably could have been way way healthier, but I don't regret any of it because like right. I had to I had to learn somehow, and you know what I mean. It just shows, and it was so inspiring for so many people, and that was another reason I kept doing it was I would see the comments on the channel, and people like, oh man, he's looking so good. I'm like, man, hell yeah, people are noticing yeah. this. This is awesome, and I, uh-huh. my friends were noticing this, that, and the other, and it was just it was like a feel good thing. It's like okay, I'm feeling good. I got felt better on my bike. Yeah. I started getting better. I started wanting to ride more. I had more motivation to ride. It was it was just like a, like a literally like a, a storm of awesomeness that I was like, all right, this is great. I yeah. like this lifestyle. So, yeah. did I maybe lose? And I see it all the time in the comments. Did I maybe lose that like funny fat kid vibe? Yes, but at the same time, I I gained a part of my life that I think is going to be keep me here a lot longer. You know what sure. I mean? And a lot healthier lifestyle and just living a much better life and having a lot more fun on my bike mm-hmm. because I'm able to now, right. which is great. And the the Going to what you said about kids DMing me and whatnot, it's it is nothing. There is nothing more satisfying than a kid who's struggled the same thing and has self conscious issues with weight. Mm-hmm. DM me and say, "Hey man, you really inspired me." Like I've had kids send me pictures with their like, like with like their transformations, and it's like it's incredible. You know what I mean? That's Whether it's awesome. a little transformation or it's a massive transformation, mm-hmm. just them taking the time to say, "Hey, I feel better about myself because I saw what you did." Right, makes me go, "Wow, this is that's yeah. insane." And so. The influence I've had on my bike is one thing, but the influence I've had off my bike too is also awesome for me, and mm-hmm. it's what makes me keep wanting to do it. And I, I, I didn't post anything about it, which I, I blew it. I should have recorded more when I was actually doing it, yeah. And I didn't, which I, you know, Scotty always busts me about. He's like, dude, you, you missed out. You could have had like a whole freaking plan for these people. And I was like, yeah, I know, but you know, it was one of those things. I truly did it for myself, and I just wanted to feel better in life. And now mm-hmm. that I'm where I'm at, I, I try to like just motivate people you know I post up above the gym I, I have no fear sure. you know right. BMX guys 
Yeah. A lot of them, you know, they're not about the about mm-hmm. the whole like gym stuff or anything like that. And right. I'm no I'm no gym rat that goes to the gym and, you know, snorts his pre workout and yeah. busts chalk over his head. I just go to the gym, I lift real light weights, I get my stuff done, I do my body weight stuff and I go ride my bike all day and that's right. it. Gym, right. ride my bike and play play Black Ops Four right now. That's my life. It's awesome. I love it. Which is great. Oh man. That that is awesome. The my my most distinct memory of of uh, you at 300 pounds was I believe you were at a contest at Virginia Beach maybe yeah. and, and you oh. guys were at the hotel oh, and yeah. they were trying to get, teach you how to do a double peg a double peg rail, rail. Yeah. roof of a parking garage and I was watching and I'm like it was a it was a flashback thing that Scotty yep. had done and maybe you helped uh, create it because that was post injury um, but fortunately he saved that the, those old clips Yeah, and that's the first time I saw that whoa yeah, big boy was big boy. You know, he was, was he was big. That was when I was full like, full bigness like full tilt in three hundred. Oh man, like I was, I couldn't even tell you what I ate that weekend <laughs> in Virginia Beach. I was that was, I'm not gonna lie, that was one of the funnest. That was the second video I think we ever put up on the channel, and it was one of the greatest trips I've ever had. Uh, we met Scotty up there. Scotty drove up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Maddie drove behind him in his old Audi A3 wagon. It was awesome. <laughs> Uh, his ex-girlfriend went yeah. to a college down there, and uh-huh. we, we moved her in, and then we went straight to Virginia Beach. First, like, pro Vans contest that Maddie ever entered in, I believe. It could be second. Maybe it was first. I'm not sure. Yeah. But Scotty had winning, and I called it. I remember being <laughs> on the deck. I felt like a G for this. Yeah. I remember being on the deck, and Scotty's like, I don't know how I did. And he did so good, and I was like, you won, dude. I was like, you won. Sure enough, you wins, gets tell. this awesome guitar. And yeah. uh, I remember playing everybody on the ramp for CeeLo that day right after, and I won a bunch of money in CeeLo, and I was so stoked. I lost it all in the hotel later that night, like a lot of it. <laughs> um, but it was just one of those really good trips. But yeah. the rail on the roof, man, that is a perfect video if you haven't. Big boy versus rail, if you haven't seen it yet. That is, I don't even know if the video is. The video might be private because we were cursing in that video. So it might be private. I don't know if Scotty saws up on the channel, but... Yeah. There's got to be a clip out there that you can find a big boy versus rail, and it is me full tilt, 300 pounds, trying to double peg this rail <laughs> that is not even as high as my waist, and I just oh. hour and 45 minute video. You know, I mean, we cut it down to like nine, but it was an hour and 45 minutes of me just constantly trying to double peg, sacking myself. You know, not even getting on the rail, flipping over the rail, uh, having this family come out laughing. Yes. Me. Zach Warner walked by with a case of beer, laughing at the fact that I couldn't double peg this, and he's like trying to get me to do it, and that it was. It was me getting mad. Like I thought, I, I, I like joked about jumping over the railing on the, into the pool down below. It was, it was, it was one of those videos where you like look back on, you're like, yeah. wow, that was awesome. So that's again, you pulled that it. was that was that was big boy when he was big. Yeah. And man, do I like it was it was some funny stuff. It yeah. was some funny funny stuff. Oh, man, I I think it's cool because obviously you made that transformation from that point on, and you were you were still, hey, uh, ground chuck and uh, uh, Grandel both say you gotta be too something to do something <laughs> and, and and you definitely did um but anyway that's that that was such a great visual story for yeah. sure but uh congratulations on that because that took a lot of willpower to get through i'm sure and you had the right people around you so yeah i couldn't have done it without it you know without maddie uh you know maddie's cousins cousins dylan and bobby and those yeah. guys and scotty especially just just riding every day 
yeah. and then just having positive people, you know, keep me motivated, and and you know, all the people in the comment section, you know. Yeah. Again, I'm 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 a person who knows that I can't I could not have I could not be where I'm at today without the help of others. No one can be, ever be where they're at without the help of anyone. There's no one on this planet that can say, yeah, I got here 100 percent on my own. Mm-hmm. If you say that, you're an idiot because yeah. there's so many people that help you on a day to day basis that you don't even you don't even think to thank. But right. I'm taking this time to thank every one of them right now. And you know, mm-hmm. I try to do as much as I possibly can and. And, you know, if it wasn't for the subscribers and all those guys, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. So just, it's huge thanks for me because I feel like a hundred thousand times better as a human being, being where I'm at right now through the transformation, through this YouTube channel. And it's just been such an awesome journey and being able to ride my bike every day with my friends is just so awesome. Right. So good. Yeah. It looks awesome and it looks good. And you guys have done such a great job at covering the full scale demographics, you know, just or every demographic, I should say. Yeah. So you guys have done an awesome job with that, for sure. But uh, yeah, your own personal transformation, good on you. Thank you. Awesome job. Um, let's talk about uh, you as a rider. I think we're actually doing good. Scotty's right. Since you talk faster, Super this fast. would have been I, a three-hour interview. I apologize for <laughs> anybody who's watching this right now. I vomited in the mouth. So oh, come on. I talk yeah. super fast, and it's just like a thing. Like you, If you watch the videos, you know. I'm just, oh, yeah. I'm just spitting. Like, Scotty told me one time that if I, if I could have any type of musical talent and I could rap, I'd probably be the fastest rapper ever lived, but <laughs> I have no musical talent. I can't do rhythm. I can't do anything. Try to get me to play a piano one time with him. I had two keys to hit, and I couldn't do it, so we gave, <laughs> we gave up on that pipe dream. We were going to start a section of a channel where me and Scotty made songs together and played it on piano, and it, it ended very quickly. When I hit, I couldn't hit the two keys. That's when it all stopped. Well, you know what? It, talking fast, all kidding aside, I think uh, this is my own, my own take. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, you like to move. Love it. You don't like to stay in one place for long. And I don't mean this as a criticism whatsoever. You like to be active. So mm-hmm. with a guy like me obviously a slower talker some people have accused me of, of smoking weed <laughs> because I talk so slow which is funny because I've never smoked weed in my life um, but I'm just really laid back so yeah. I remember the first time I met you was when I went and met up with Scotty to, to introduce myself yeah. to let him know I wanted to do the fundraiser I brought the side hack you remember yes yep. and um, and he he will go, go on he, until someone yanks him and says, hey, you have to be somewhere, which maybe you yank yeah. him saying, hey, we're late, we got to get wherever. Yeah. He would talk all day. Yeah. He's, so, he's a he's a people pleaser. He loves it. Yeah. He's, him, him, and his, him and his mom, man, they just talk and they're just, they're just, they're just down to have conversations with people, which is awesome. Yeah. It's a great trait. Oh, which I love. So, interviewing him, obviously, we went for a while. Oh, fast forwarding on to when I started the podcast and I did the interview with him. That was long too. But anyway, first time I met him, Two and a half hours, and I swore you were going to jump out of your skin. You were like I ready to go. I had, oh, I remember what I had. Oh to no, do. you had to pick up her birthday. No, no, no. That was uh, no, I had to pick that was up. A different I had Maddie's. It was it was Maddie's uh, girlfriend's first birthday that he'd be spending with her, and I had to go pick up a cake and bring it to a restaurant by a certain time, all the way in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, oh which was so gosh. far away. And I remember Maddie and oh. his cousin just getting on me about it. I'm like, guys, you I gotta I'm going to tell you, I'm, I don't have a car. I'm here with Scotty. He's right. doing an interview. Oh, tell me you got to go. Guys, I can't. He's he's doing an interview uh, himself. Like, uh-huh. I don't know what to do. That, that, it ended up all working out, though. We that, killed it. We, oh, pulled, cool. we ended up pulling it. I, I definitely did some speeds that day I'm not proud about. But <laughs> we pulled it. Kate got there pretty decent. Might have, like, hit a little side bump or something. Yeah, right. like that, but it got there. 
Well, I got there. Well, it was great. When we were at the shop too, I don't know if you had plans after that. Um, and I'm not saying this as a as a bad thing at all. I I think you're a high energy guy, and like even even sitting down with you today, I appreciate it because I know like it, I don't know. I would imagine you've got things going through your mind of all right. I want to go check out the setup. I want to see if it's drying. I want to maybe get some recording started. Yeah. Well, I'm not lying. I saw you know, the. There's there's this camera right here that I see to the side of me that I saw outside and it's like, ooh, it looks like it's drying up and my head's already oh. bouncing off like I can't wait to ride. So it's just Which, it is one of those things where I'm just like, I I don't. It's definitely eighty. It's definitely eighty. I don't know if it's like actually eighty, but mm-hmm. I just I'm just hyperactive. Like I just want to do something all the time. Like I can't sit yeah. at home. Like I can't sit at home right. and watch TV. I'm not a Netflix binge watcher. Couldn't do it. Right, right. You could not get me to do it. I could play video games for a max of thirty minutes and then I'm done. <laughs> I gotta go do, on to do something else. Which is why when we talked about doing, and I asked you if you would do this with me, I knew I wasn't gonna, going to do my usual, which is I put it out for questions. I I add the listener questions into the podcast, and that's what makes my podcast long because I do you know. Well, we gotta do one of those too. Though. I want to do one of those well, at some point. We will. I want to we'll do one of like the shop. We like plan it out. Yeah. And like I and I'm. I'm and, and you're gonna lock me in a room, and, and you know they'll, they'll be like <laughs> throw the key away. Yeah, they'll be like yeah. they'll be like massive amounts of energy drinks in there, and we'll just go to town. It'd be sweet. <laughs> no, we'll definitely do it because I I'm sure there's a lot of people that would love to ask you questions that may not have easy access depending on where they live or whatever their story is. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely wanted to talk to you, and and like we said, just freestyle. I don't have any questions. That's awesome. You know, I'm loving, I'm loving everything up. you're asking so far. Yeah. Well, they're all important things to me, and you know, some because I'm a I'm a little older, and maybe I've I I zone in on things differently yeah. than other people. Maybe I think about things differently. Whether you know, whether it be family, you talked about uh, your parents' uh, divorce yet? Yeah, it happened to me, and it sucked. You know, it's yeah. it's a rough thing for a teenager to I'm go still through. Fun for anybody, it sucks. Yeah, you know? and people may not know that about you, and and uh, but they when they hear it. They'll say, "Oh man, everyone's got something. Everyone goes is going through something. Well, Nobody fun, has it has it straight up perfect." Fun fact: the uh, divorce rate is like over seventy one percent within the first like two years now, or something like that. Whoa. So there's probably a lot of you guys listening to this who are very similar and understand exactly what it's like. It sucks. Totally. It's no fun, but you know what I mean. It's one of those things. It's life. Every everything I always say is a life lesson. You know, mm-hmm. you learn something from everything. Anything that goes wrong in your life, it's a life lesson, and you mm-hmm. learn from it, and now you're tougher or you know, you figure something out. You got to take something from everything. You know? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's whatever, you know, yeah. everything there. Tomorrow always comes. It's the only thing I can say to people. I always, I remember my mom said to me when I was, she's like, yeah, you may be pissed off or mad as a problem right now, but you're going to wake up tomorrow and it's still going to be there. So you can either yeah. put a, deal with it, figure out how to deal with it, or you can still be sad about it. But if you're still sad about it, the next day it's still going to come too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, that's a good point. Right. Seeing that you're such a likable guy, which I think that's my opinion. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of everyone would agree. You're a super likable guy. Um, oh, thank you. The the joke is on the channel that we got to find Big Boy a girlfriend. Yes. And and I and I don't say this because no one has to do anything. It's kind of a joke. Yeah. It's an ongoing joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be shocked if you weren't being chased down by some girls because I I wouldn't say like chased down, but like I you got to be you getting chased. Come on, we obviously don't talk about it on the channel because you know we're a PG channel. And it's like nothing like we don't really bring like the girls into our lives that much ever. But obviously, right, right. I mean, I'm 21 years old, and yeah, you know, yeah. especially since I'm 21, I'm just starting going like out with my buddies and stuff like sure. that. You know, girls. I'll be honest with you. Until yeah. I was like 
18, I didn't even give a crap about girls. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. care. Like, I just looked at them, like, they're just, like, friends to me that, you know what I mean? I didn't care. I was also dating her 300 pounds, yeah. so I was like, you know what I mean? My, my shots were, <laughs> I could shoot the shot, but I, most of the time, it would just get, like, immediate friend zone. It was, but, you know, so I had lots of girls that were friends, but uh, it was cool, because, like, then I was just, I was just confident as hell. Like, didn't matter what yeah. I said. Like, I yeah. could say whatever. And, you know, I've always been a person who's really confident and can talk to pretty much anybody, like a wall, for instance. And, you know, sometimes it works. I talk too much and sometimes people are into it. And then other people are like, dude, this dude's so annoying. Like, shut up. So it works. But I mean, recently, yes, with being able to go out and, you know, I do talk to girls and like that, but I do not have a girlfriend. Uh, I do not want a girlfriend. Um, I, I try, like, I, this, this is between me, you and the podcast right now. I've recently had like the closest thing I've ever had to having like a legitimate girlfriend. Yeah. And it, it just... It's, I'm 21. I, yeah. I don't. I don't want a girlfriend right now. Yeah, yeah. It's not for me. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I don't mind going and hanging out with people, going and hanging out with girls, this, that, and the other. But girlfriend, not me right now. Yeah. Now, not to say that they, it can't happen. You know? Right. Right. And then, especially somebody might come yeah. along. You never know. Right. But I will say, I care way too much about my damn bike at this damn YouTube channel. All right. So you know, I'm not gonna lie to you, ladies. I'm gonna cancel a dinner date to go film a YouTube video. Yeah, That's right. straight up. That's just me. I'm passionate about it. It's my. It, it's one of my main parts of my life, and yeah. you know, honestly, getting sushi just ain't that important to me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so sorry. Oh, you know, that's, funny. that's it. Well, I can tell you for sure that I got all the everyone, time in the world. You every, know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you got plenty of time. I just, I, I find it funny, you know, joking around about it on the channel, but women, women definitely love a confident guy. So in your and you're confident, and I think that's awesome. So at some point in your life, whether it does or not is neither here nor there, but at yeah. some point in your life... We will find gonna, Big Boy Girlfriend eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. when he is ready. Right. Actually, you'll find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want someone to find him for it's you. True, it's true. <laughs> that's never a Friends good deal. Friends up friends usually never works. It's just always some awkward... No, that's awkward meeting. You're just like, oh. that's like someone being asking to be in. It's like matchmaker.com or freaking whatever. It's like, it's like a roulette. You don't even know what you're going to get. You're just like, oh man. So, right. So you'd like to do this. Yeah. I have no interest like that. All yeah. right, cool. It's like, what the hell? And we're done. Yeah. Before we started. Yeah. Oh man. So anyway, that, that was, that's something that's, uh, that I had been thinking of because it was, it was just funny, but, uh, it's funny the way you guys present it. I mean, I think even Lisa's in on the joke. Like, oh, like everyone all, is. Scotty's sister, Scotty's mom, you know, yeah. you know, everybody, everybody's in on it. It's but it's funny, like they all just because they know I don't care. I I yeah, don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. an I'm an easygoing guy. You crack a joke about me, I'll take it. I'll dish it back. Don't you worry. I'll dish it back real good too. Uh, but I take time to think about what I say, and then I dish it back. But it's a, it's a joke, and it's that's all it is. And it's and I love it. and I love the fact that the viewers are in on it too because they're just. They're just so funny to read in the comments. Some of the stuff they say, as vulgar as some of the stuff that they do say <laughs> is. Don't worry, guys. We are a PG YouTube channel, and we do it for the kids. But yeah. it's not like I don't know anything that's not vulgar. Like I think it's hilarious when I see those certain comments. So keep them coming. Because <laughs> they're oh, funny as hell. God, I, I'm sure they're trying to volunteer sisters, friends, anybody. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Well, yeah, we don't have to get into that. Maybe if we do an after dark segment. Wow, but uh, <laughs> big boy after dark exposed. Right. Oh no. Oh god. So all right, um, we. Uh, I have actually had you sitting. This is how it works, man. Fifty-five minutes going Dude, on fifty-six you minutes. You keep going. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about that I was really happy for you on uh, was joining Sabrosa. Um, Shadow. Shadow. I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. 
same company, same, same, same but Sparky's distribution. But, but and, uh, you're on the shadow side. Them, yeah. Okay, so I thought obviously that was cool. You're you're welcome to was amazing. Best best three the days of front my life. Flip off like that. that roof, right? I mean, that was yeah. It was essentially that, and then some, or was it mostly? that I, I didn't want well, so the, the full though the, there's a whole like video where me and trey so basically uh ronnie you know asked me if i want to be a part of like the family or whatever and i was like yeah of course like uh-huh. one love ronnie bonner he's yeah. the man oh and yeah and also love shadow um you know shadow you know shadow parts they've been they were hooking me up for some time now and it's been awesome and i love all their stuff and i just love everyone who rides for shadow i think the whole family's cool and I went to a Sparky's Jam last year, and I stayed with Trey and all the the Shadow Riders and the Sabros Riders, and they didn't, you know, there's a stigma around people who do YouTube stuff like that, and not one of them cared because they realized I was a real person, and they, I was just stoked to be with all of them, and we had such a good time, mm-hmm. and I knew I was like, man, I'm, I was just stoked on the whole the whole company and you know Sparky's in general. Mm-hmm. So when Ronnie said, hey, do you want to do something? I was like, absolutely, and then Scotty and Maddie were going to Malaga for. Uh, a van's trip and yeah, I was like dude I got all this free time I was like why not come down to Florida and, and mm-hmm. we film something cool and you know they were all down and Trey was like yes we're doing this uh-huh. so it was three days and we got all that footage and on the last day uh, Trey was like hey we were just we were driving to Tampa because they just wanted to go to a concert a Lucera concert and I knew nothing about Lucera or anything like that yeah. I do now they're dope yeah. um, but they were going there and Trey's like dude there's a spot on this, on this, at this school we gotta go check out and he wouldn't say anything he's like dude It'd be perfect for something, but I'm not going to say it yet because I just want, to, want you to see it before you freak out. Right. So we show up there, and he's like, dude, this is a front flip spot. And I'm like, looking at it, I'm like, hell no, dude. It's a double tire ride, first of all. It's about, like, literally maybe a foot wide, if that. Was and it then, a corrugated roof? Is that it's wide? It's like, or? so there's, like, little, like, it's hard to tell, but there's little, like, blocks out of it. Oh, okay. And then there's, like, this little edge on the side that's, like, a perfect, um, you know, runway. Mm-hmm. But it's only about a foot wide. And I, everyone knows I hate double tire rods. I just hate precision stuff. Like, I'm not, I don't it's like hard, having, it? yeah, so imagine trying to be up there, like, trying to worry about this front foot, but I was like, all right, I, and we had thought I had filmed my final clip that morning with the, with the flare to the, to the other quarter pipe, and that was supposed to be my final clip. Okay. And we rolled up here, and I said, no, I'm not doing it. Trey's like, dude, I don't blame you. And then he's like, but no, he, and then he said that no one's ever done it, and like, one person tried it, but they didn't land it, and no one's ever done it. And I'm like, he's like, there's two tricks that no one's ever done on it. It's like a backflip and a front flip drop it. So he's sitting there talking to me about it, and I'm like looking at it. I'm like looking at the height. You like, love the challenge. I was like, I'm looking at the height. I'm looking at the grass bank, and I remember I went and like jumped in the grass and like landed on my butt, to see how like how it felt. Oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, it sucked, and it, it totally discouraged me. And I was like, nah, I don't think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Then I looked at the roof again, and I thought to myself, I go, no one's ever done this. I was like, it's a final clip for the first time you've ever filmed a real like real like BMX part thing like yeah. it was a short video but it was something I wanted to really really be proud of so I said alright we're doing it so we ran back to the car grabbed our bikes we went past all these like random like Christian college student kids that were at this famous architectural school and whatever like I forget what the name of the architect was that built it but it's famous spot for this and I remember getting up on that roof right before we rolled up there we saw a security guard and I remember he left and I ran up on that roof and I was like alright dude you have literally like five seconds to do this or you're not going to do it I remember I walked to the edge. I literally walked to the edge, did like a front foot motion with my body, and I was like, all right, this is it. You're doing it. Walked back, counted, counted down from 10. I said, at one, you're going. 
Didn't go. Got freaked out. I was like, all right, 10 takes too long. I was like, you got to do three, two, one. And I did three, two, one once. And I was like, I didn't do it. Uh-huh. So then I did this. I did this thing in my head. I did this. is going to sound so weird, but I did this. I said, all right, if you don't go by one, I'm, I'm pretty like, I'm not like super, what do they call that? Like superstitious, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that at all, but I, I made myself do it. I was like, all right, if you don't go at the, this three, two, one, you're going to drop dead right here, right now. Like something's going to happen. And you're going to drop dead right here, right now. So it's like, you either go. Or like somehow this is, you're actually gonna drop dead. So I said three, two, one. I just went. I just went for it and landed at first go. I couldn't even believe. Like I remember landing and being like, "Oh my!" And I heard Trey freak out. I heard Jay freak out. I jumped off my yeah. bike and like just landed all messed up. And I just like slingshotted myself over. And like I thought, I thought I might have blown my ACL. I just celebrated. And, and then I got up and I'm good. And I started sprinting. Jabe tried to hug me like three times in that clip. I just like juked him out like four or five times because I could not sit still. I was just before. I was just running. I was like so hyped up. And I was like, and as as we were like just celebrating, finish celebrating, uh-huh. security guard rolls up and I'm just like, just but me. I was on cloud nine that like, he didn't. Even, I was talking. I was like, yeah. I was like, I hope you're having a good day. This that and the other. And then, like we left and like. I remember, and I remember being in the car and Trey's like, this is the best BMX day ever. And I was like, yeah, this is the greatest BMX day I've ever yeah. had. And it was just, nothing could happen bad that day that would bring me down. I was just on cloud nine for the rest of the day. Yeah. So much fun. And then, uh, you know, we had to sit on that clip for like three weeks. It was so hard. No one knew, but I, like, it was just me, Trey and Jabe. And I think I showed like Maddie and, and Scotty saw because of Maddie. And I was trying to keep it a secret from Scotty because I wanted to be my, like, because I knew that he would be pretty pumped about that. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't really do things to try to, like, blow people's minds. But, like, I was like, right. all right, this might actually impress Scotty. I was like, let's let's see what he says. But Matty showed him to it. And, of course, Scotty, like, thought it was dope. Oh, and yeah. uh, I uh, I just, I was just, you know, it was just the coolest experience ever being able to like, go there three days, film this video, uh-huh. put it out. And then the reaction when everyone saw it was just so positive. I remember being just so excited. Like, yeah. man, this is awesome. It's not like, it, it, you know, people were like, you know, it's like welcome to the family and it was just it was just cool it was just a cool vibe never never ever really thought that would happen so yeah. it's cool that's it so you did those clips knowing that you were uh, joining yes I was filming Shadow. a video to announce it yeah okay got it so your relationship with Robbie was that kind of a flow thing or with Ronnie no, I'm sorry before Ronnie oh, when you were doing Rob, more cult so cult so cult yeah Robbie just, is just an awesome dude you know what I mean? Like, love Robbie. Oh, no doubt. And uh, every time I go to California, it always hooks me up with fresh stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, sends me stuff all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, supports me, frames, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. You know, always get me the new colors, the cool stuff, you know, anything that's cool. So, Robbie just hooks it up with, like, frames and stuff like that. And then Shadow is, like, a part, almost like a part sponsor. So, uh-huh. everything on my bike is Shadow parts, you know, bottom brackets, cranks. So uh, you're both. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it, it, it's unof- it's obviously, like, uh, if you go to, like, I'm officially part of the Shadow family, which is great, it's awesome, yeah. you know, I love it, and then Robbie just kind of, like, hooks it up, and I just respect Robbie a lot and what he does for the sport, so mm-hmm. I want to represent, like, a frame company that produces frames that are awesome and really puts a lot, and Ro- Robbie hooks up a lot of people, and he really just puts back into BMX, like, I mean, I'm sure he's making, you know, money off of BMX, but he also puts back an he insane does. amount of money back into BMX, so... It's just a real humble. Both both Robbie and Ronnie are two dudes that I absolutely respect in BMX, mm-hmm. like more than anybody because they are in BMX because they love BMX. Right. You know, I mean, they have a business, and yes, they you know you, you, you it's a livelihood for them. But at the same time, B, 
BMX is their love, and they're doing it because they love BMX. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily so much about the money. It's more fact of like. Oh, you can hear it. They love BMX. You can hear it in their yeah. voices. I know the podcast I did with each of them, same weekend at Swamp yep. Fest. Well, you saw us in the van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that was the long one. Uh, that was a really good one with Robbie because he got he got pretty uh, pretty serious and it it went through different tones. He's a man. It He's was like so much laughing and then it was like serious and then it was laughing again. Ser- like it was a really good. He was he was really happy with it and the people obviously loved it. because yeah. So many people have listened to that that one. But anyway, that's why we were in the van because he wanted to keep it focused and he wanted to be able to freely speak and um two dudes have been bmx for so long that's the thing yeah and they have so many stories and they have so many success stories and you know and this isn't me talking as like people who help me out mm -hmm. people who hook me up but like if you're gonna go out there and you're gonna ride bmx and Mm -hmm. you're gonna be like true to the sport and like you actually care about the sport support companies like that because they're the ones that are putting back into bmx and they're the ones that are continue to go and like i don't i don't i don't i don't care about you know the politics of BMX and this, that, and the other. But mm-hmm. I'm not saying any of the companies' names because again, I just don't give a crap. Again, I right. just think if if you're making BMX parts, you're doing something for BMX. Mm-hmm. But there's companies out there that you kids and adults or whoever's buying bikes can tell are in it for money. And there's companies mm-hmm. who are out there that are making a livelihood off of it, but are doing it because they actually love BMX. So mm-hmm. just make sure what Crandall, Steve Crandall, perfect example. Yeah. You know, Ronnie B, Robbie, all those guys, perfect examples of people mm-hmm. who are doing it because they love BMX. And it's like. Just yeah. Support the ones that actually care because right. that's what's gonna. They're gonna be here for the long haul, whether BMX at an all time low or BMX at all time high. Sure. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, and that's the reason I brought up that interview. He was. Uh, he talked a lot about giving back to the riders as much as he possibly can, and I I love the whole Trey story. Not to take away from your podcast, I apologize, but the whole Trey story of Ron and Rob talking to each other. And of course, Trey talked to Rob as well, but they were all so cool with it. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay with it. You know, I'm gonna miss him, but that's a good fit for Trey yeah. to be to be with. Yeah. Distribution. So it's I, I think uh, I I think a lot about Robbie just being a great guy. I think oh, a lot of him, I should say, and and Ronnie, of course, too. So uh, and Ryan through through uh, yeah, sure, love Shadow, right. Ryan, Sabrosa. Ryan, he's Sabrosa. Okay. I always get those confused. Well, I mean, he's, he's Too many there. S's. They're all together, man. It's one big <laughs> yeah. happy family over there at Sparky's. It, it really is. Absolutely. Is there jam this weekend? Yes, it is today. Yeah, yeah. So you, know, so you are taking the private jet. Like, as soon as yeah, you get out of here, you head down there. So I told Crandall, I was like, about, like, about 1 o'clock, I'm taking the uh, Shadow private jet yeah, over yeah. to uh, Florida, and I'm getting actually just doing a parachute drop in for, for their jam. <laughs> It's gonna be sick. I'm gonna try to caveman into the ramps they got there. Now I'm bummed out that I, I I couldn't. I wish I could be in two places at once. But we told Crandall that we'd be here, so yeah. I'm here. And uh, you know what I mean. I was at Sparky's Jam last year, and mm-hmm. we got some news coming up with regarding you know, uh, Florida and whatnot. So uh-huh. it's gonna be cool. So good. Keep on the lookout for that within the next week or so. so oh, awesome! Yeah. We're close. Yeah, it could be. It's gonna be pretty cool. So there's some there's some news coming about Florida, which is great. That's good. I'm very excited about. So hopefully, it has something to do with you guys getting out of the New Jersey for the. I don't winter. know. It, it, it could. It could. It could Which, be like an escape plan. Partial, yeah. partial, partial escape plan. Yeah. You know, a little getaway Which trip. Kind of bummed me out because you guys are going to be further away. Yeah. But, um, but it's all good because you guys, I'm sure, will have. You know that might not be it, Joe. You don't know. 
The, yeah. That might not even be it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I just stopped because I'm like, you know what? I'm jumping We might off not be leaving you. Yeah. You never know. All right. Well, I'm keeping you on your toes I, and everyone <laughs> listening to this podcast. I'm just going to... Not that honestly, probably anyone really cares for Big Boy Heads Up, to be completely honest with you. Yes, they do. Oh, man. Yes, they hey, do. Oh, sh- oh, guys. Big Boy, He's he's got plans. He's going. He's doing something somewhere. Oh, everyone hold on their seats. I'm and, never uh, going to Jersey. I'm boycotting Jersey now. <laughs> you know? I love Jersey, though. It's, it's, yeah. it's a great spot. Yeah, yeah. You guys. Being a Canadian living in Jersey, you, you see some things that you never thought were possible. Jersey Shore is... That is real. Yeah. That is real life. And living, especially living inland in Flemington and then going to the shore. You're like, damn, this is a whole different side of people over here. You're like, whoa, okay. Love them, though. They're great people. Oh, a lot my of gosh, fun. yeah. The whole crew is whole just amazing. Crew. But um, what else did I want to cover? I think that was about it. I'll, I'll think of something after because, like we talked about, kind of freestyling this, making it work. Yeah, I mean, if you, I, and this, listen, is, this anyone, has been great. Anyone who wants to comment questions in the podcast, and we'll do another one where we sit down at the shop and he locks me in a room, and they're, you know, what I mean, we got a jam going on outside right now, so we're gonna go back to that. But like, yeah, you know, we got a pretty good, pretty good session in here, and I just, if there's anything you guys can take away from my, uh, probably, uh, you know, I'm, I don't have as crazy stories as some of the, uh, the, the crazy BMX stories that have probably been on here because I haven't been in BMX for that long. But all I gotta say is, just one, have fun. Yeah. Uh, ride your bike. Um, don't care what people think about you, which is really hard to do. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, just do. Just basically, just do you and go ride your bike and have fun. I've learned that from everyone I ride ride with right now, and it's changed my life. And just, if you're not BMXing and you're just watching this because you love BMX, continue to do that. And if you love BMX, you should, and you're not sure about getting into BMX, get into BMX because it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go out right now and we're going to have a lot of fun. Absolutely. I'm looking at this camera. It's looking pretty dry. I see a grill grilling something up. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's right now a bike shop through a camera that I see full of people <laughs> and they're all buying bike parts, which gets me stoked. So, yeah, definitely. Hell yeah. Been a good day yeah. so far. Whew. Thank you, you know, Chad Powers, of course, yes. uh, for put, for just giving a venue. Uh, for Steve Crandall to, to do what he does best, which is just get pe- people together and have fun. I mean, it's it's awesome. So I know you guys brought some stuff, right? Did you bring some? Did you guys make anything? No, we actually the... didn't get a chance to make oh, anything. Okay. We, we've, we've been really, really busy at home. Mm-hmm. The weather's been so bad. and uh, I thought I saw you guys making some. I could have seen something. I, I, we, I think we made like a, we did a video this week where it was like a budget build where we got on top of this crazy thing. We're always doing crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it gets confusing. And we also like YouTube stuff. We live in the past. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it's like stuff that you were seeing today was filmed like literally a week ago. So it's yes. like everything's in the past. Yeah, But, yeah. which is crazy to keep track of and like mm-hmm. we even lose track of it sometimes. But right. we're just, we're, we're just stoked to be here today and like, you know, all the guys from Staten and all them brought like some crazy mini ramp set up up there. There's, there's this oh, massive wall. Is it Ed Polio from uh, yeah, 5050? Yep, yep, Ed from 5050 brought a crazy setup. Yeah. Uh, Dom's here with a broken collarbone, which doctor says it's healing great, but it's still in three pieces, so we're going to have to talk to Dom about that one. Uh, Maddie, Vinny, Scotty, everyone's here. All the kids are here. Nice. Uh, and we're about to go just shred and have some fun on bikes. Oh, that's awesome. It's going to be great. Want to end it on that? Yeah, hell yeah. All right. Thank you. And we're going to do it again. We, Sounds we're, good. We're going to lock you in the room. Ask some questions, it. lock you in the room with a ton of energy drinks, and we'll see We'll see how many words I can get in, in a certain <laughs> amount of time. We'll set a record. Absolutely. I want Guinness there, on hand. Yeah. <laughs> Not the beer. <laughs> <laughs> World's records. There you go. Got, you got to clarify. Yeah, got to make pretty, sure you guys understand. PG, pretty, PG. Pretty diverse group listening to this. So I know, I love it. <laughs> 
I love it. <laughs> Hugely diverse. And, and that's one thing I always say. It's like, yes, we do we do, do uh, PG YouTube videos, everybody on the internet. But at the yeah. same time, I am a human being, so don't <laughs> think that I am a Teletubby. I, I do do fun stuff, guys. <laughs> I keep it. I, I We just don't curse. We right. still curse. We still do fun stuff, though. Just remember that. I'm not a Teletubby. No. Oh, fuck yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Big boy, That's also up. known We're as up. Alex. We won't give the full name because yeah, no I, like I like Keep the it mystery incognito. of it. Keep it incognito. Yeah. All right, guys. Absolutely. This one. Thanks so much. I will uh, We'll head outside and check things out. Let's do it. Let's go shred some bikes. All right.